Hi guys, just a warning that today's episode does contain a little bit of colourful language, so if there's some young ears around, perhaps pop in some headphones. You are listening to the JCN Clinic Podcast. The JCN Clinic Podcast is a place where nutritionalists Jessica Cox and Carissa Mason get real about nutrition and living a healthy life. They share with you their passion and their clinical knowledge for a fun, no BS approach to looking after yourself. Please enjoy today's episode and don't forget to subscribe and iTunes. Hi guys. Hello. Welcome once again to the JCM podcast show. Welcome. The JCM clinic podcast show to be correct. <laughs> correct. <laughs> hashtag, part of our hashtag correct. Title there. <laughs> um, we are coming to you on a Thursday morning today. Mm-hmm. I have to think about that. And um, Chris and I were, as per usual, last minute going, what are we going to talk about today? And um, I was thinking that it's that time of the year where we're like on the home stretch to Christmas. Four and weeks. Yeah, instead of talking about, which we have done before, how to survive Christmas and eating well around Christmas, we thought we'd reflect back and look at the year that was 2018 in nutrition, wellness, but particularly nutrition, mm-hmm. and then the year ahead and what we anticipate will be um, big game players. So yeah. we haven't really <laughs> shared a lot of detail with um, each other. Yeah, We're Jess kind is, of keen yeah. to see what each other have got to say. Yeah, Jess is going um, sort of what's been hot in 2018, and I'm going to... I'm. Just starting to see some things kick around on social media is what I think is yeah. going to be hot in two thousand, hot, hot or not in two thousand eighteen. <laughs> and I've got a couple that I just think they're going to be total classics. There's probably going to be way more. Like I just, you know, just had a quick jot down this morning. The same and Jess and I were frantically texting each other at quarter to nine on the train. Going, what are we going to talk about? <laughs> we are so prepared. <laughs> so prepared for this. So anyway, so let's start with the year that was. The year that was. The year that was. I feel like we need music to these put are over the it. Days of our lives. <laughs> <laughs> well, one of the first ones that I had thought of when I thought of this year was hemp. Yeah. I just think I know that it was having a moment prior to 2018 for sure. Like mm-hmm. it was definitely um, 2017 it was happening. But I feel like this year it's it has gone. been huge. Boom. Like it's all over social media. Yeah. Um, you yeah, know, the hemp. Yeah, the proteins, the seeds in particular, the hemp oil. Um, there's some really big social media accounts that are, you know, obviously on the bandwagon mm-hmm. and doing a lot of promotion for hemp. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I think that for me has been a biggie. and it's huge. Um, I really look, like I, this bandwagon. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think the thing is, as I was saying in my text to you too, it's like, do we give them a proverbial thumbs up or thumbs down yeah, as we go? I think I'm thumbs and up. I'm so thumbs up. Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, when it comes to hemp, I mean, you've done a lot of work this year with um, Hempel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and we know we have talked about hemp before, mm-hmm. but I love it because it's such a great protein and it's a uh, dairy-free source of protein, particularly as a protein powder. Mm-hmm. Um, and most people find that they tolerate it really well. Like yeah. for us dealing with gut sensitivities, it's yep. generally tolerated pretty well. Sometimes people can be a bit funny with the fiber in it, but it's limited cases. Limited. Yep. Um, and it's a really good way for people on more of a plant-based diet to up their protein. And they're fat. This yeah, is the thing. Like exactly. I explain it to people and like when we're just looking at hemp protein or hemp seeds, like it's just like every other protein powder is literally protein extracted from whatever its source and you're literally just getting protein. Whereas mm-hmm. with hemp, you're getting protein, you're getting fat, you're getting fibre, mm-hmm. you're getting nutrients. It's kind of like this bang for your buck. Exactly. Yeah. 
And the (laughs) exactly. And do you want to talk about the fat profile? Like, obviously, that's the other exciting Mm, thing is the the type of fats that are. Yeah, so it's got a really good balance of um, the omega three to omega six ratio, but it's more like is it the the ALA conversion into Uh the. Um, EPA. <laughs> just like this is my brain. I actually just went. Did you see me? I just went glazed over. I'm like, oh, so not with you. And then you said, I'm like, oh yeah, of course. Of course yeah, no, I'm just trying to think of the way that it all converts over. Oh my god. So let's not get too technical about it. Basically, yeah, the fat profile is great. It's one of the only sort. Well, not the only plant-based source, but it's up there of, yeah. that has the a really good ratio of omega three to omega six. And I know we've talked about this before with fats. I'm sweating by the way. Yeah, like my your sunburn. My it's like knee, emanating out my of My knees are sweat because I think I've legged it to get a coffee and run up here and just sat down. Just like a... All adrenals are pumped on your double shot. <laughs> One shot. Oh, is it? You'd be so happy. Yeah. I had a double shot before I went to oh. the gym. <laughs> It's my third one of the day. Um, What was I saying? Yeah, so obviously, like, we've talked about the balance between um, threes and sixes before with fats, and obviously our diet needs to be more omega-3 dominant. Like, Mm -hmm. um, nuts and seeds have got a bit of both, but nuts, seeds, avocados as well, more omega-6 dominant. Yeah, a little bit more omega-6, Which is great, but omega-6 by nature is a bit more pro-inflammatory, whereas omega-3 is anti-inflammatory. So when we start looking at... Foods and ways we can really up our anti-inflammatory fats, so our EPA, um, hemp, along with you know oily fish and things like that, really um, packs a punch. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and that's what I think we love about it is that it has so much, as you're saying, mm. in one little seed. Like there's so much that we can bring to the table yeah. by using them. And whether it's, I mean, I love getting clients to use the seeds because I sort of see that as like a a foodie source Mm. that they can be adding to all sorts of dishes and just using like a good couple of tablespoons can really significantly beef up their protein and fats. I chuck it in with like when I do my grain mixes, like for Mm -hmm. say whatever I'm doing for my carb base for my lunches, like if I'm say doing quinoa or buckwheat or um, buckwheat or buckwheat groats cooking that up, I'll chuck a whole heap of hemp seeds in with that and just mix it all through and how people would mix couscous through something like you can mix hemp through it. So yeah, yeah. I love using it with my sort of sweet toppings mm. on like my gut friendly bread or pancake. So if I like really want to amp up the protein, I have something to tell you. Ooh. Like um, now, or can I, I'm just going to say it now. Ooh. You have got some. <laughs> you have got some baking competition in Emma. I'm telling you right oh, now, the she tart. is a freaking gunman. I know. Oh my god! Like talk about a little closet surprise. And her <laughs> photos far out. Like so, she made this tart. You guys all hear about yeah. it on social media, I'm sure. But it is freaking next level. Yeah, the so yes, tart. Mm, I walked in yesterday. I'm like cocks. He's got some competition. <laughs> and we just lost our shit at the table. Yeah, there's a little guard. I know. Just when you're talking about putting hemp seeds over things, I yeah. like that. Totally. But yeah, totally I, I do love it in that capacity to just boost up your protein, mm. but not just a little sprinkle. Like I'm like, let's get a couple of tablespoons, mm. mush it all into my peanut butter and then add all mm. the other toppings. But yeah, I, I think it's a fantastic food. The other thing I love about hemp is that it's a, almost a zero waste product. Do you mm. know what I mean? Like yes, it's, please. and I've always loved that. I remember I used to go to your Monday back in my little hippie days and there mm. used to be the hemp hut. I don't even know if it's still there when the markets were nothing but a couple of hippie shacks. Yep. And I used to go into the hemp hut and they were just have all of these products made out of hemp, like clothing, bags, soaps. Yeah, that's right. I you, forgot about yeah, all of that. all of that kind of stuff. And so yeah. this is like we're talking, you know, I'm, I'm still a hippie at heart, but back when I was like full-blown little hippie, um, you know, like 15, 15, maybe 20 years ago. And 
it was a big thing then. So it's not like hemp is just new to the world and all of a sudden we're discussing, discovering these amazing benefits mm. about it. It's just that finally people are cottoning on that we've got this amazing plant-based product that mm. not only provides us with amazing nutritional benefits but also has a whole host of other yeah. uses in terms of we're not wasting whatever we're not yeah, using. which so, is awesome. Yeah, because obviously you could get it but it was mm. always sold in like a not-for-consumption capacity. It's yeah. only really changed in <laughs> like Like milk. Exactly, like <laughs> Clear patches, so bath cool. milk. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So big thumbs up. Big thumbs up. For Boom. The I just okay. Another one for two thousand. Oh, oh, another one. <laughs> just writing it from me. Don't you look at my it. fucking list? <laughs> <laughs> I got my phone over it. <laughs> it's like charades. I'll um, act out the next yeah. one. <laughs> so the other one I had down, which is. Um, you know, a complete sort of jump from talking about food is just the popularity of the whole microbiome slash microbiota, (sighs) gut health. Obviously, this is our big arena, but this has been an explosion, right? Like it's just been so mainstream. I think the big thing for me is seeing that the testing has become mainstream. There's been a lot in just general public viewing around there was like that four I think four corners yeah. um a few other sort of really well known yeah. sort of ABC shows yeah. um where they really delved into the GI effects based mm. testing or just basically the DNA PCR testing mm. for the gut and they brought on some of you know the sort of respected in inverted commas yeah. nutritionists within Australia to talk about the testing and showed people who had gut issues and then applying this testing and um, seeing like the outcome, like the positive outcomes of using using that yeah. testing, and we've seen that in the clinic. Like we've had some people come through this year that never would have come looking for us because they're reading that information and then googling, mm-hmm. going, "Oh my god, there's an answer!" Like my doctor yeah. just told me I've got IBS and I have to live with it, but here's some information yeah. and. You know, so I think that's been really exciting. I get really excited when things that we've known about for years, like sometimes yeah. I've, it's a big face palm while I'm watching it, like, <laughs> like a big no shit face palm while I'm watching yeah. stuff. But I still do get really excited when mm. things that we've known for years and things we've been passionate about for years and using as tools in our practice for yeah. years become a bit mainstream. Yeah. I'm just like, ah! <laughs> it's just exactly. like no shit, but thanks for making it mainstream because now people are going to know about it. <laughs> and I love it. And I'm sure you've had the same with clients where they'll say they've watched whatever it was on the weekend and they'll come in excited and tell you and they'll be saying to their partner that's what jessica's been telling me for years <laughs> you know i already know all of this and they're really excited to tell yeah. you it's like an you know like an affirmation of just yeah. like yes this yeah. is right we yeah. are on the right track we are doing the right thing like, yeah. it's not yeah, voodoo no. <laughs> <laughs> it's not voodoo <laughs> but it's been huge it's like been a massive. massive explosion and i think that's really exciting i think it's really exciting i think too obviously with anything where there's a massive explosion it's interesting because i actually had a girlfriend messaged me this morning um and she's been on social media like just getting into like just doing her own little health journey and getting mm. into exercise and stuff and she's like i cannot believe how many people are on social media talking about gut health she's mm. like but none of them have any credentials yes and i'm like well this is the game that we play like yeah. it's unfortunate like it's not saying that there's a lot of people out there with well actually there are a lot of people out there with misinformation and yeah but i think this is where you've got to be a little bit careful it's so exciting that it's all come into the limelight mm. all this research has been getting pumped into it like I don't even think we can keep up with the amount of research at the moment that's coming out like it's just insane but on saying that there's a lot of people jumping on the bandwagon and creating all these bogus products and promising these bogus things and it's just 
Oh yes, so yes. just stuff. That word. <laughs> but I think the other thing is that we are still on the cusp. Oh. Like there's so much coming out, but there is so much to learn. Like yeah, we, as true. you said, even for us, learning and and keeping up with all the new research coming out. Like still, you know, there's so much we don't understand about all these different yeah. bacteria. We can now test for yeah. and see, but. We still don't know what a lot of them do. Oh, I and say that. Sorry, you go. Well, I just I think about us in clinic using these tests mm. and what we see case by case. Like I mm. think actually we anecdotally get a lot of information, mm. like research aside. Like we see similar sorts of cases day to day and then we see a presentation in bacteria yeah, and testing definitely. in a certain way. So I think that's really interesting for us. Mm. But, you know, even when it comes to treatment and the way the diet include, influences different strains yeah. and the way different supplements work, like... There is so much to learn there. There's so much. I even say that to my clients, especially my really complicated gut clients when we do mm. the GIFX testing and we're looking at it and we're going, look, we all we know the different we know what happens when say the you know bacteroides phylum is fed mm. up and it's usually by high protein, high fat diets mm. and we know what kind of diets they are because we've talked about them in the past. Um, and then, you know, you've got this shrink, but just, I explain this to my clients. I'm like, but what we know now, like, I can't wait to look at some of my yeah. clients test results in five I years know. or even two years yeah. and just be like the information I'm giving you now about mm. how I can help you and the information I'm probably going to be able to give you in five yeah. years. Yeah. You're probably like, doesn't freaking help me now. Though, does it? <laughs> <laughs> but, I think that now, even when I think back to 10 years ago with like well, even five practice, years ago, I'm when I like, first wow. started with you, just the testing then to the testing now yeah. and what we knew then and what we know now, yeah. like, it's just... The next, like the next ten years in our area, it's gonna yep. be freaking awesome. I yep, reckon. So like, true. Yeah. yeah. So big thumbs up. <laughs> big thumbs up. <laughs> but a, with a, a big thumbs up with a side of caution about yeah. like making sure your information is still coming from good sources, reputable sources. sources definitely. Yep. Mm. Excellent. Um, next, did you have did you have something for this particular year? Are you like all around 2019? You're um, waiting to bring out the guns. Look at my little. I'm just hiding. <laughs> She's literally <laughs> holding up her phone to hide the list from me. <laughs> um, I suppose this one actually, this one could probably be one that's big for 2018 that is going to merge into 2019. Yeah. And I think it's all the eco friendly stuff. Yes, I love it. Yeah, like, big thumbs oh, up. Oh God, if we gave that a thumbs down, <laughs> no <Nah>, shit. Don't, <laughs> don't, don't, don't worry decide. about it. Don't Bye. I absolutely love this like I think it's great I think there's so many people doing amazing things Mm -hmm. I also think there's just lots of people in their homes doing small things do you know what I mean like just like I I think one day you said to me and this one just came from a girlfriend of mine because I'm such a shit for buying the glad glad sandwich bags for things and one day I started coming in and you, you already know this. I love you. Like, oh, um, no, I've probably forgotten. Yeah, I've got right, like a fishbowl memory. That's why I'm laughing because I can tell you again. It's like a whole new experience. <laughs> <laughs> and remember, I was packing all my stuff in brown paper bags. And you're like, no, she doesn't. Like, no, really <laughs> she doesn't. It's like you know when someone tells you something and there's like a faintness to it it's like okay this is a, this is one of those analogies it's just like so wrong for nutritionists but when I used to drink in my 20s and drink way too much yeah. and then the next day things would be like oh last night was a bit hazy I don't remember that and then someone would tell you what happened last like, night and you're like oh yeah that rings a bell <laughs> I just I'm like that without alcohol now <laughs> the damage is done 
<laughs> yeah, I had, I've had heaps of those moments. Um, yeah, and just like putting things, like instead of using plastic, using paper bags to store, you know, I know this yes. is probably common knowledge for so many people, but just there's so many people out there that are just doing all these amazing little yeah. things. Like there's huge, big scale things going on that we see on social media, like three for the sea and yeah. um, banning, plastic, or banning plastic bags. Like there's so many cool things, but I think there's so many just little eco warriors at home oh doing God. things. And it's so important. Like every person's plot plot Every person's part that they play, is what I'm trying to say, does make a difference. I get really frustrated. And so does Damien, actually. We get really about it where people are just like, oh, it doesn't make a difference. Like everything that you do makes yeah. a difference. We've, we've managed, which we're really proud of, to get our rubbish that goes in the rubbish bin mm. once a week down to literally just half a, a bag. Yeah. Like, and I mean like a small shopping bag sort of yeah. size. Like yeah. everything else, you know, we're composting or we're recycling yeah. and you know, the little, the glad bags that we do have that we wash and reuse them over and over and over to like fall apart. Um, You know, and then going to the shops or going to the markets, like, you know, taking all your Mm. own bags. And I know know at our local market, there's a couple, I don't get why they do it, but like there might be say some kale, rocket and spinach, maybe spinach Mm. is, this is really common. They'll have them in the snap lock bags, which Ah. I think is really weird, like ready to go. So I literally (laughs) just open them up and tip it in into like a um, paper bag, usually one that I've bought along and just like shove the plastic bag back because I'm just like, I, you know, that's one person doing one thing, but that Mm. makes a difference. And hopefully also, you know, they see that and it makes them think about it. Yeah, exactly. Oh my God. Like I'm so passionate about it. My same girlfriend that um, uses just refuse, she refuses to have glad wrap or plastic bags in her house, drives her partner insane, but I think he's getting on board now. But she got me onto just using paper bags for everything, which has made a huge difference Mm -hmm. and even just recycling the paper bags. So instead of like, I used to bring my gluten-free toast in here, I wrap it up in glad wrap and bring it in here. And even though I've reused the glad wrap until I couldn't, now I just put it in paper bags. But on her school holidays with her kids, you know what they do? They go to parks and her kids walk around and pick up rubbish. Oh my in god, parks. I love that. She used to puts photos of it on social media. I'm like, just little people making little yeah. differences. So who's that model that does that? That elite, elite. You, you're really like a um, elite, elite someone or I'm oh, probably saying her name. Yeah, wrong. she like always posts videos of her and her partner down at the beach picking up rubbish. Was She's it, really was she one of the one that was on the block? Alicia no, she's Knowles. big. Yeah, is that her? Yeah, yeah. Is she on the blog? Yeah. I didn't watch the yeah. blog. Yeah. yeah. Like, I love that because she's got a big profile and yeah. she's really, she's like, awesome. putting that out there. She's like, when I watched her on the blog, I was like, you're a bit of a girl crush for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, she's cool. Yeah. No, it's a, it's a huge area and you're right. Like, it's getting traction. I think it's going to get bigger and bigger. I, and I think now with supermarkets and mm-hmm. big chain places ruling out, um, plastics and so yeah. forth. I just think that's fantastic. I love seeing people at the supermarket who just still haven't got into their thick hands <laughs> to do it. And you can see them either one like wobbling out with all these things in yeah. their arms or like they're buying those other bags. Yeah. I'm just like, oh my God, yeah. just get it into your head. I sometimes have to buy the other bags because I just forget. But then those bags get reused. Yeah. Anyway, um, I've even got my dad now, like when we go to the beach, because I told him about the three for the sea yeah. thing. Like, so whenever we go camping out, he'll walk up around each day and try and pick up three pieces of rubber rubbish yeah like just because on the tideline especially when you're camping on the eastern beaches and stuff like you mm. get the surf sites you're getting all this crap so yeah. you get like bottles washed up and you know all within the pumice stones yeah. and stuff so you just go around and pick up stuff and we always have big garbage bags with us when we go camping so we'll just go Gosh. around and just pick stuff up and yeah crazy just, and i think of somewhere like new zealand you know like they're just 
their mentality is just so different. Like yeah. they're so pristine. Their rivers are clean. Like you can just swim anywhere. Yeah. I just, oh, it just, I, I don't actually You're saying get that they don't have the wildlife where you have the choice to kill you. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. But just, I don't know, just our cultural, like, um, the way we think as a culture mm. around waste. Like I mm. think that's starting to hopefully shift and like that's yeah. what we're talking about now is that that's starting to become more of a conscious, yeah. collective conscious, yeah. you know, area that we're, we're really pushing into. But yes. I think we've got a lot that we still need to do. Heaps. So I think that was huge for 2018. I think it's yeah. going to get even bigger next year, which yeah. is really exciting. Mm-hmm. Thumbs up, man. Thumbs up. Thumbs up. Thumbs up. So my other one I had on the list that's kind of been more – Geez, we're going to be going good with time here to see if we can get these all out. But I really wanted to talk about these. What this one is, um, the whole, and I don't know the name of it properly, but the meat only diet, which has been I, all these. When last... you text me this, I'm like, what the frig? Is I know, that? right? I don't know. <laughs> so this... I've got on my list fake meat. Oh, okay. <laughs> Ooh, you gave me something off your list. <laughs> it ties in. So this has been more just this year, and I feel like it's been on my radar more maybe even the last three, four months, and it's it's happening more in the States where people are just going to be like, what the hell? I know I nothing. Was, I'm serious. Like, basically, Fuck. people are only <laughs> eating meat. So Ugh. it's usually coming from a health reason, usually gut-based. What kind of health chronic- reason? <laughs> <laughs> gut stuff chronic fatigue, autoimmune, something like that, and they're applying this meat-only diet, which, of course, is completely devoid of any fuel for the microbiome. How do they shit? Where does the fiber? I don't know. (laughs) But people are proclaiming that they feel amazing. It's the best they've ever felt. Obviously, we've talked about these things before. When you do something extreme and you cut out all of the fuel for probably a significant underlying gut problem, of course, you're going to feel better in the short term, but the long-term implications <laughs> of just eating only meat, and I'm not exaggerating, like literally just meat, are kind of complicated. I actually feel like we can be respectful of our listeners enough for them to understand why that's problematic without outlining <laughs> why eating meat just on going like alone I'm not even going to comment <laughs> I know, no, right? Like, I was appalled. I, I feel like fruitarian diet is better than that. Like, I'd rather people just eat fruit than just eat meat. I The scariest for me was listening to um, a podcast. Oh, who was it? It was a pretty well-known sort of gut one. I think it might have been that Dr. Roos, I'll say his name wrong, Roosio Radio. Can't remember if it was that or not. But he had someone on, let's say it was him, and they were talking about what they do and blah, blah, blah. And they actually said that they were on this diet and how great that they felt. And I was just like, well, this is dangerous. This is one of those dangerous places where, like, this is being thrown around and people listening like, oh, I'm going to try that and see how I go. And I'm just biting my tongue because I know once I open my mouth about this, (laughs) it's just going to be this verbal vomit of... Oh, and you guys know, like, obviously, sensibly, long-term implications of this are pretty profound. But essentially, yeah, the the reason people are feeling better is because they're taking away everything, everything out of their diet. So they're not fueling this adverse gut bacterial overgrowth, whether that be parasite, bacterial yeast, or a mm. collection of everything. Mm-hmm. So, yes, they feel better in the short term. But long-term, there's going to be profound implications, nutritional deficiencies, Gut microbiome is going to shrunk to nothing (laughs) (laughs) with the overgrowth of all of the wrong types of species. Like, it's a recipe for disaster. I'm giving it three thumbs down. I'm giving it fucking (laughs) ten. 
<laughs> Dropping a few F-bombs on this you one. You have. I'm going to have to put up a little like, language <laughs> warning. warning on this one. Don't listen to it with the kids in the car. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So um, I guess the last one, I might just kind of mesh these together because I think they're worth mentioning is, and you, I feel like you kind of touched on this with like the information that's out there, but it's that whole it podcast explosion at the mm. moment, but also the health industry meshed into that. And I guess the other part I'd put in was about mindfulness and um, balance and this whole sort of concept of mm. that as well, which is really big in this, well, yeah, I feel like this year. I mean, it's always been big, but yeah. this year there seems to be a really big push. Yeah. Um, I guess with the, yeah, just with the mindfulness balancing, like obviously <laughs> – great like we want people to be more <laughs> self-aware and taking time out and being present in the moment but I feel like Chris is just losing it at the moment walking I around just, in white flowing shoes and yogi pants and doing a perfect yoga pose does not make you freaking spiritual okay that's what I'm just gonna say it <laughs> taking the perfect photo while you're doing I it know. does not make you freaking spiritual my my problem with it though again is oh. the pressures like this like pressure to be like perfectly balanced and mindful <sighs> mindful and you know, social media again playing a part in showing people meditating mm. all the time and yoga and all these things, which are great for which you. So but I great. feel like there's a lot of pressure to be perfectly balanced. Like I'm not balanced. I'm so You're not far balanced. From balanced. <laughs> I think there's this elusive word of balance. Like yeah. we're always going to be a little bit more in one camp and a little yeah. bit more in the other. That's the nature and ebb and flow of exactly. life. Like of course you want to do like look after yourself and all the things mm. we always talk about. But I think the pressure around the word balance is. But a I bit... just think it's a, it's yeah I agree. But I just think it's another thing that people have just all. It's kind of. It's actually, it's not like hemp. It's something that's always been there in the background, but all of a sudden it's become trendy and become cool. Mm. And it's like, yes, these things totally matter and everyone should be doing some form of mindfulness each day, whether it be meditating, yoga, trying to do something. But it doesn't have to be smashed all over social media and it's not you can do yoga without ever having to stand on your freaking head and do a leg split okay yep, you can yep. still do yoga and practice it every day you don't have to get to that stage like yep. it's i feel like there's so much about like the whole spirituality thing and the thing inside that's just become like it's got to be an outward presentation and that's where it's gone so wrong yeah for me because i think like spirituality and all of that and whatever people choose to do it's such an internal thing mm. and all of a sudden because it's become trendy and cool i feel like there's a lot of people again on that bandwagon that are putting this huge pressure on everyone that they have to be like that person doing it when mm. i really would question what that person's like outside of the social media frame yeah you know what I mean? Mm. Without being too mean. <laughs> <laughs> Probably losing their shit. <laughs> so. Yeah, no, exactly. And I guess that's why I kind of sort of wrapped it into the podcast stuff as well because mm. there's a lot of podcasts now that are dropping about this topic. There's a lot out there about self-help or yeah. self-awareness. And, you know, again, they're great tools. Definitely great tools. They're great. It sounds like we're kind of bagging. I know. We're not. We're I know. Not. And I guess I'm just sort of – it's kind of like trying to put stuff out there with a bit of a, a warning because I feel like, you know, you can really delve into all this. Mm. And then it's like the nutrition and health side of things. Like it can become all-encompassing and you feel like you can never do enough. Or you can – yeah, you can never be balanced enough and then that becomes a stress in itself. But it's just kind of – I think it's even just too from an emotional perspective. Like I think everyone's so fixated on all of a sudden that you've got to be happy all the time. You've got to be grateful all mm. the time and you've got to be balanced all the time. And yep. it's just like, well, in the perfect world, we're not going to be. It's accepting yep. that that is okay. Like, yeah, it's just like accepting exactly. that you're going to have your days where you feel like shit and you feel yep. a bit tired or you feel a bit more emotional or something happened. You're allowed to feel freaking angry about it. Like yep. 
not being like, oh, it's okay. It's not okay. Feel angry. Deal with it. Move on. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And I think, yeah, with the podcast, there's that, there's also that really big sphere now, which Mm. is pushing into health more. Like there's a lot of them out there. And I think it kind of comes with the same caution that we've talked about like just be aware of what you're listening to and the credentials of the people that are talking and giving health advice within this space because it's so broad now Mm. like you will find some amazing information out there that's coming from practitioners doctors Mm. all sorts like that but there's also a lot of information out there that's coming from people who are more like say um, a wellness blogger or um, a health coach or something like and of course they've got their information to impart and it's coming from a good place but you just need to be conscious of not taking everything that you hear as gospel and I think it's too like it's it's people have a responsibility if you're producing a podcast or you're putting information out there to kind of not speak outside of your scope Mm -hmm. do you know what I mean like it's like we wouldn't be doing a podcast on the best exercises to do during pregnancy because it's not our freaking area yeah do you know what I mean Mm -hmm. it's just like and that's where I think there's a lot of people yeah so again, it just—it's like what you're saying. It comes with a caution. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> so I think the you know the thumbs up, thumbs down is yeah. kind of like they're they're straight. Yeah, they're <laughs> not straight. Down. I think there's so much positivity in so yeah. many of the stuff things that are coming out with the mindfulness stuff, and it's at least too like it's bringing so much awareness to mental health, which it I'm is. loving, which yeah. I think is fantastic. But I think too, yeah, there's also a lot of the pressure side of it mm. that's making people feel quite inadequate if they're yeah. not as spiritual as this person. Yeah, well, I think we see that in <clears throat> clinic like with clients don't you think like you see just certain things that people say or do and they're just Mm. like oh I know I should be doing this and I should be doing that it's like oh my god creating so much pressure so much pressure you know I've got to get up in the morning and I've got to do my meditation and I've got to go for a walk and then I've got to do this with my food and then I've got to have my lemon and apple cider it's just like this whole like thing that they've got to do (laughs) just to get out the door door. got to do it because that's what everyone else says that I should be doing yeah that's exactly right yeah that's more probably what it is it's (laughs) that pressure of feeling like you have to do it all yeah (sighs) So let's move on to predictions for 2019. <laughs> Chris is bursting at the seams. I don't have them all. This is literally my list. But this is what I'm starting to see get thrown around a lot at the moment in um, products. And I think it's going to really freaking go boom next year yep. is adaptogens in yeah. stuff. Huge. Adaptogens. So yep. adaptogens are... That's totally. Shan's probably going to shoot me if I explain <laughs> this one wrong. I'm just going to say constituents in herbs yep. and plants and stuff like that that have, from a physiological point of view in the body, the ability to be able to adapt to the area that they're needed most and help and yep. sort of positive benefit. Would you say? Yeah, but particularly, I, I know from a herbal point of view, they'll yeah. usually use it in regards to that HPA axis. So it's generally used in relation okay, to cool. adrenal health. Um, more so even than probably thinking about like reproductive Ah, hormones or thyroid, like it's generally really used in regards to adrenal. So you kind of got that like Romania and Withania and those sorts of types of classic herbs. They're like classic adaptogens. But now there's, um, yeah, there's these mushrooms which are huge and have Uh, been big this year. Mushrooms probably should get a mention. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I reckon mushrooms (laughs) are going to go bang next year. True, yeah, they've been huge this year, but I reckon like it's just the The cast. I think we're going to see a lot of like, mushroom based drink like lattes like the way matcha and 
um, golden lattes have been mm. big. I think we're going to see a big yep. explosion in like all the different mushroom lattes. Yep. Um, I'm trying I, to think of a cool word for mushroom lattes. Like, I don't know, it'll come to shrooms. me. Fungal food. <laughs> <laughs> I love, I bloody love them, obviously. I've been really <laughs> dabbling this year. Um, and there's just, there's such a spectrum of what you can do. Yeah. Like, I guess that starts to even push outside that whole adaptogen space. Mm. But you're right, like even on social media, like it's a biggie. I see certain big accounts that are starting to like talk a lot about. It often comes back to smoothies and hot drinks. So they're doing yeah. their, like whether it's their coffees or their matches and they're adding in those adaptogen herbs as powders yeah um and it's yeah it's a big one there's other ones that like um again it's not our field as much but um off the top of my head i think lion's mane and yeah cordyceps i think they're another yeah. two that i see people using a lot yeah um i've been loving reishi but that's sort of like a big all round i've so many things but i put that in my dandelion tea at night I bloody love that stuff oh, um and there's a couple of really cool blends as well shiitake yeah i could <laughs> the shiitake then they what i love about them i mean this is deviating from purely adaptogens but i love with the mushrooms is that they've all got their own different flavors yeah okay. so you can kind of use some of those stronger really intense earthy ones with like dandelion or coffee or even chocolate and then there's some that are almost got like a slight sweetness does heating them change the property of it i don't think so because i was wondering that because i was actually going to make a hot like a hot drink the other day and i thought if i put a teaspoon of mushrooms into it is that going to just wreck what it does like i don't think so hey like i don't i'm not 100 percent on that yeah. but i know that the guy that i've sort of that does a product that i use uses it in heating drinks all the time okay. and he seems to know a fair bit about them yeah. but like i don't think so yeah. like i could look it up and then be like hey what's wrong <laughs> i've been drinking dead shrooms <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah i just think that they're amazing but i'm mm. trying to think of like um some of the other main adaptogens that we we're said seeing the, a lot the only of. two i can think of is withania and romania yeah that's yep. the, the two big ones i know i think it's been big in the states this year and usually yeah. it rolls over to us after the states yeah yeah. Uh, but I'm starting to notice too, like even some um, protein blends and stuff have got them thrown in there now, yes. which, which is, this is where I start to question. And again, this comes back to therapeutic grade products, the yep. um, consumer grade products, mm -hmm. is that probably the right way to say it, is like there's going to be a lot of people that are going to jump on this adaptogenic, adaptogenic bandwagon. It's going to be like the prebiotic bandwagon that went around a while ago and everything, every supplement that you buy has got prebiotic benefits. Mm -hmm. And it's just, again, just really question the quality of what you're getting. So true. Like, and like obviously, and it takes a bit of a pa the power away from herbalists and people that yep. have gone and studied for years and really understand the properties of these herbs mm -hmm. and what they can do at even a biochemical level to yep. just have people be able to slander them through any product and pop them yeah. in and then they're available for over-the-counter sales or you know over the, off the shelf sales so i do that that side of it i'm a bit cautionary mm. about it and the amounts too like yeah. it's, it's a good example of the prebiotics like mm. they sort of had their big moment and were whacked into every protein powder but yeah like to use them for nutritional benefits particularly different types like you need a certain amount yeah and you see these protein powders and they've got like 20 ingredients yeah. from like globe artichoke through to inulin powder yeah. through to like everything just but it's just like a little dot of yeah. everything and the mushrooms all the adaptogen herbs are the same. Like yeah. you really, if you're going to be using them therapeutically. Basically like, go hard or go home. <laughs> <laughs> and also like find out what suits you. Like talk to someone who yeah. understands the product yeah. and make sure that you've got the right one for you. And then like look at making sure you're using the right dosage. Or if you just want to use them for overall health, 
um, again, like find out what are the best ones to use mm. in that way. And yeah. that's I, and that's what I love about the mushrooms. They're, they're a very sort of inverted commas safe thing to use mm. in the majority. You kind of can't <laughs> like over – well, of course you could overdo it, but like using them on a daily basis <laughs> Just... <laughs> is generally not going to be a problem. Yeah, could have someone spiked it with some magic mushrooms. <laughs> right. <laughs> Spike your tea one day. <laughs> <laughs> all right my next one is um another term i'm getting seen throwing get getting thrown around and just actually saw this on my list before and i had to cover it from her beady little eyes <laughs> is fat fats but p-h-a-t fat fats oh, yeah. i know i have no idea about this yeah one. i've seen i've seen it quoted a few times like just in people's posts and i'm like great so obviously but i think it's just it's a whole big swing off of the keto thing like just talking about you know just really fat-based diets and the good fats, but instead of making it just F-A-T, they're gangstering it and it's so, P-H-A-T, gangsters fats. So when you say it's good fats, what are they, I what are they, so. trying, oh, like, is it particular types of fats they're saying this is a fat fat, fat man yeah. because it's like good as like opposed to this is buck, like a yeah. crap fat. As in avocado would be a fat fat. <laughs> and fried freaking chicken from KFC would be a not fat fat. <laughs> think is i might be wrong like i've only seen sense i like ghee would be a fat fat yeah exactly <laughs> you know what i mean so if no not many people have heard of this yet then we're freaking starting <laughs> fat fat ph oh my fat, god bro. this is gonna be a hashtag now in <laughs> yeah. our communication with each other <laughs> i can't fat, believe fat? that yeah ph fat mate yeah <laughs> So, but it's a spin-off of the whole keto thing. I think so. I think that's where it stemmed from because the yeah. people that I have seen use it, I think, are more the keto style. Yeah, yeah. They're that's just trying okay. to make they're making trying to make keto cool. <laughs> <laughs> keto cool with fat fat. <laughs> so you're thinking you want to see a lot more of fat fat. Fat fat. We might see. We might not. It might just fizzle. Oh, for a this will be interesting to see. Yeah. yeah my prediction. My yeah. prediction is it's going to be a thumbs down. It's not going to stand the test of time. <laughs> I think it's just going to be one of those trendy things that'll fizzle. Um, my next. Next one, my next one is um, okay. Is plant based jerky? Jess <laughs> <laughs> just jumped on her water. What? So Have you seen this, or is this coming out of your brain? It's coming out of my brain. No, I actually like. I haven't seen it on social media, but there was an article. I think I read. It might have been a couple of weeks ago or something. It's just on you know one of your news things that flashes up like what's cool for what's what's cool for yeah. 2019 or something like that. Um, and it was plant based and um, fish based jerky. Ah. So salmon skin, which ah. I actually think is quite cool. I would yeah, eat that. Yeah. But then a whole big um, re-influx of marine-based stuff. So ah. nori's and all of that. Which I yeah, think yeah, I can see that happening. Hey, yeah, it's like a whole new, like really nutritional, dense world, and yeah. particularly more of that, like more. Um, can't think of the word of it for it, but that's more. Sust- I guess sustainable mm. plant life. From the sea as yeah. well, like instead of like the big marine fish, it's yeah. kind of going for that sort of like small little fish and yeah. the microorganisms from um, the sea. And not, you know how crickets were a thing a while ago? Yeah. Now it's going to be like dried um, little fish and things like that yeah. as snacks and stuff. So, oh, yes, so yeah, so I'm hoping it kind of does. Like I know this, uh, just apart from Nori, there's so many other cool seaweeds that mm. we just don't have access to that I yeah. know that you could definitely dehydrate and use. Yeah. Um, salmon skin would be amazing. I'd so eat Yeah, yeah, crisp, yeah crisp. I'd be like, you know, you know those disgusting little things that used to kick around those porky bits? But, oh, yeah, yeah. Like salmon skin. Like it'd be like healthy porky bits. <laughs> I'm so excited for this. Lots of salt. <laughs> so, yeah, seaweed, hey. Because I feel like seaweed is kind of coming gone, gone a 
but it needs but to make yeah. a comeback. I know I use, I love the Dolce Flakes that you can get. Mm. I use a lot of those yeah. on eggs and stuff. But yeah, that's an interesting one. Yeah, I so there's going to be apparent, like, and I was reading this, the article, I think, I can't remember exactly, but it was something to do with a bit of an infusion of the whole Pacific Rim is going to, mm. you know, obviously, like, tropical fruits trendy mm. all the time, like, dragon fruit, yep. and all these amazing things, but apparently, it's going to be a bit of an influx of that sort of you know, mm. culture coming into the, yep. the food scene, which I think would be really cool. One of my favourite things ever is um, Nasi Lamarck, which is... that? <laughs> I'm <just laughs> looking at you like... Oh. It's a traditional <laughs> dish from Malaysia. And um, one, of the re- one of the reasons I love it, because it's got so many components, mm. but it's generally served with a mix of really tiny little baby fish like um i guess like an anchovy Mm. that have been deep fried so they're really really crispy mixed with peanuts so you actually you buy it together this peanut and fish mix and it goes on top of your fried rice with a big Um, fat fried egg fat ph fat (laughs) (laughs) fat man that's totally fried in all the best oils i'm sure Oh my god! It is so, so it's just like salty, crunchy, oh my god. the peanut flavor. I'm actually salivating. I'm salivating about it. Just picture. I need to do it for the website. You know what I had the other day? Um, so when I was at Strati, they had an oyster festival, and there was a lady there that set had. Obviously, I ate my body weight in oysters mm-hmm. over, over the last week too. By the way. Um, but there's a lady that had a little band set up, totally yeah. out of character for the area. But um, she was doing um, like South American dishes, so she had like fish tacos and all of that. Ooh. I had for the first time in my life, um, how do you say it? Shabisi? Shib- oh. <laughs> how do I say it? I had it right the Ceviche. other Ceviche, thank you. Oh my god, I am in love. It's like, good, hey. so good. So fish cured, like raw fish cured yep. in lime juice with mm. all my favorite herbs. Yeah. Chili, oh my god. Corn chips, and I was just like, This was like corn chips with it. She put corn, she, she yeah, served right. it in a bowl, yeah. yeah. And it was just like the fish with like heaps of cucumber, coriander, nice. tomatoes, onion. Oh, and then you could dip into it, yeah. Oh my god, because my brother had Yum. the fish tacos, he's like, Mate, you've got to go and try the fish tacos. Yeah. And because she made she was making her own tortillas, mm, that's so gluten free, so yeah. And um, I went down there, but we had to get on the barge, so she's like 10 minutes for the fish tacos. I was like, Shit, What do you have ready to go? And she's like, Have you ever had ceviche? Yeah, and I was like, No, what is it? And she told me, and I'm like, I'm in. <laughs> I'll buy raw fish from your tiny little van set up in the sun and see if I don't die. <laughs> so good. So good. Yum. Yeah. Anyway. Cool. Yeah. I like that one. Okay. This is a really good one. The next thing I think is going to make a bit of a, ooh, a bit of a thing is um, I'm hoping camel's milk. Yes. <laughs> yes. Camel's milk and camel's products. Apparently they're just starting to infiltrate into the stores now. Cool. So I know you went to that event this year. Yeah, and which, I've been a bit yeah. on the bandwagon trying yep. to push people that way. Yeah. But I'm really hoping. Have you tried it? You tried it at yeah. that event. I haven't actually even tried it oh, yet. I really want it. Level. It gives me the shits. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> the feta is next level. The ice cream is next level. The milk, I didn't actually get to taste the milk, but apparently yep. the guy that owns the, well, the company that I sat, the guys that I sat beside, that's obviously there's another mark another company up the sunny coast that are pretty big as well yeah so um yeah they're doing lots of research with mm. i think it's with uq or something like that into just even the effects of the immunoglobulins in the mm. milk on the gut microbiome so i'll be really excited to see what comes out with that in the next yeah. in the next 12 months too do you know much about what they're saying about the protein structure of the milk as opposed to cow and as far as intolerances no and so forth? i know that they I said there's absolutely no lactose in it naturally mm. Mm. which kind of makes sense i guess yeah. but i don't know much about, about the protein, protein structure yeah. i have had a couple 
of clients try it though. Like I've yeah. got a couple of clients that are on it and loving it. And not getting any issues with it. Not getting any it. issues with it. Mm-hmm. I had one person, sorry, one person who did have an issue with yeah. it, but she's had an issue with a lot of things. So yeah. that's, yeah. I'd be interested once we fix her gut and get her tried yeah. again how she goes with it. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, everyone else that I know who's tried it mm-hmm. has had no issues. I wonder what kangaroo milk would be like. How do you milk a kangaroo without getting slapped? I know. I was thinking about going back to sustainability again and I get on my high horse about kangaroo because it's just like it's a native animal. We should be eating it more. Like it doesn't – they're not ruining the environment like farming, Mm. you know, all these other more foreign um, animals. But I was like, imagine if you could like milk – a kangaroo. Imagine it'd be very lean. It would be very fatty. Do you know the Because you imagine trying to help right now. <laughs> it wouldn't <laughs> go down very well, would it? Not the most um, do sedentary you eat, animal. Do you eat much kangaroo meat? Um, I don't lately, but oh. mainly because why don't I lately? Well, actually, one because I think Damien's not a massive fan, so it has an influence, mm. and two. I haven't been able to get it yeah, as readily. Okay. I used to be able to get it pretty easy. I used to use a lot, um, a lot more, like you know, maybe once or twice. It makes a week. me vomit. What? Yeah, unless I, I need to try it again. I oh just I tried it a few times years ago, wow. like back when I was studying. And every time I had it, I would vomit within half an hour. Really? Yeah. I think because you know how my stomach, like it's weird. Like there's certain things I can't have on an empty stomach. Green yeah. tea is one of them, as we know. It makes me so nauseous until yeah. I ha- eat something. Um, I don't know if it's just the iron in it, like because it's got Ooh. such a high heme iron yeah. content. Yeah, like, true. So I don't know if that maybe could be why. Yeah, I need to actually mix it, like have it with something else that's maybe not as rich. Because I've obviously done it as a bolognese mint or yeah. something. It's just too much. Like every yeah. time, like I think I've tried it two or three times years ago and yeah. vomited every time straight yeah, within half amazing. an hour. Like just feel so nauseous to the point yeah. where I just literally just go and spew. How do you go with iron supplements? Nah. And zinc supplements? Fine. Not on an empty stomach, though. You yeah. Can, if I have zinc on an empty stomach. <laughs> so one time when you do it, isn't it? Oh, you forget. Yeah, and like, then you're just like, why don't oh, I? Oh, oh, my God. <laughs> I've, got the best, I've got the best one for you. So one time I actually, well, how are we going for time? I actually, like back in my uni days where we just prescribed ourselves anything. Now I know do not do that because I actually have way too much iron to take an iron supplement. Idiot. But anyway, I decided I needed liquid iron because I was really tired. Oh, and no. so I was running out the door and um, driving down the driveway so I literally like I was taking that liquid Clements liquid iron which tastes mm-hmm. like rusty pipe so it's <laughs> freaking vile had a shot of that two fish oils and a bee vitamin oh. oh no wait literally not even 30 meters out the driveway and I opened up the passenger door and jumped out and was just spewing up like freaking half congested you know half digested fish oil so oh you can imagine God. what that would taste like on top of that with iron Gross. like iron and fish oil it was just the ugh. <laughs> So, yeah, an empty stomach, not me. So, oh, it was just, I still remember the taste oh, of the stain. It was vile. I had um, one of my old housemates, just kind of like my brother, lived with him for so long. But I used to, every now and again, he'd be like, Jess, I want to get healthy. Because he was so unhealthy. And then he'd just, like, do all or nothing. So mm-hmm. he'd go intense for 30 days and not go out and lock himself in his room. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, so I'd write him up this plan. And usually he'd be like, oh, I'll take a couple of supplements. So I'd given him a couple of things to take, including some zinc. I think it might have been like the zinc drink stuff or something like that. So he was supposed to get up in the morning, have breakfast, go to work, like have breakfast, have his supplements, go to work, then blah, 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 blah. Anyway, like maybe a week or so later, I'm just like, how are you going? And, you know, blah, and he, I'm like, 
are you having breakfast? It's like, oh, I can't, I can't do it. Like, sick. I have breakfast and it makes me sick. I'm like, what do you mean it makes you sick? It's like every time I have breakfast, I vomit. Yeah. I'm like, what? What do you mean? He's, I'm like, well, what are you doing? Tell me what you're doing. So he was getting up in the morning, oh. going to the fridge, grabbing the zinc, having oh, a big shot of zinc, oh. and then he would walk like five minutes to work, get to work, eat whatever it was that he'd like scoff down, and then like be like, oh, because the zinc would hit him and he just vomit it all back oh, up. Oh, my God. Oh, you're such a dick. But people like I had, to, I had told yeah. him oh, he's okay. just like well, retarded. I, I did get, <laughs> Sorry, guys, <laughs> you ever retarded. listen to this? But you are. <laughs> well, I did, I did one to um, like wasn't even a zinc thing. It was a B vitamin thing, like a really good quality B vitamin. I gave it to one of the guys I was working with years ago. And he was out partying a lot at the time as well. So obviously, you know, all night vendors in the valley taking God knows what. So he's like, what can I do just to look after myself on doing this? So I'm like, probably don't do it. But if you're going to, like at least take some bees or something. So I gave him like some really good quality B vitamins anyway. I saw him a week later and he's like, Chris, I think I did something to myself last weekend. And I'm like, what do you mean? He goes, I think I've taken something. And he goes, because I'm pissing fluoro green. Oh. <laughs> He'd been freaking out about it. Didn't want to tell anyone. But obviously, everyone who's taking B vitamins, they know what colour returns your pee. He didn't. Thought he'd taken some drug in the valley that had turned him radioactive or something. <laughs> Spent a whole week losing his shit over it. Only oh, to find out he's healthy. Love it. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> Cool, was that all? No, I've got one more. Oh, my this, God. This is the one you're going to lose your shit over. Okay. All right. I actually just found... Oh, you haven't even written it no, down. No, because it's on my phone. Cause I actually just found this one this morning. So I was like, okay. And I just, I just came across it. I'm like, this is going to be a funny one. So it's already something that's probably going around, but it's been given a name. And it's mm-hmm. based on one of those housewife skanks from one of those reality TV oh. shows. I don't know if I'm going to say her name right, but the diet is called the Dubro diet. The do du- du- Dubro. So Dubo, like D-O-B-O? D-U-B-R-O-W. So Dubrow, maybe, oh. if she's fancy. I'll read out who she is. Oh, um, so that's her name. Yeah. So the Dubrow diet combines intermittent intermittent fasting with a keto twist. Ooh. Yeah. It seems that there's a new diet cropping up each week these days, blah, blah, blah. Let's get to who she is. So the brainchild of the reality TV couple Heather Dubrow from The Real Housewives Housewives of Orange County and Terry DeBrow from Botched, sounds like two very um, reputable shows, <laughs> <laughs> have already reached the Amazon bestseller list with their, with their new book. And this is the diet that they're on. It's called the DeBrow diet. So it's got keto-inspired elements um, and they advocate restricting carbohydrates, but instead of cutting them out, it promotes a low-carb diet with intermittent fasting with the inclusion of a few cheat meals. <laughs> Um, the diet, the basis of the diet, I'm just, obviously it's something that's been kicking around anyway, but I love that it's been given a name and I love that it's got some trashy celebrity endorsement behind it and it's actually got a freaking book. <laughs> so I, I reckon. And I like, how are they, yeah, just to even put that into like, this is ours, let's like trademark this, like how is that even any different to yeah. like. All of the diets that are going that are around at the there. moment, anyway. So it's got a name. It's the Debrow diet, or Debro diet, whatever. The couple touts the benefits to be many and varied. So this is a couple that's a housewife and a freaking botch pludge plastic surgeon, by the way. <laughs> they argue that it activates the anti-aging ability found in your cells due to a process of cell turnover called autophagy. Oh yeah. The couple claims its long-term health benefits of autophagy are similar to plastic surgery and suggests it's how they maintain their youthful appearances. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> I can't believe they just compared it to plastic surgery. 
I'm like, this is the one you're going to lose your shit over. I was reading the article. I could not stop laughing. Phase one, oh. red carpet ready. No. <laughs> the first phase. <laughs> the phase one is called red carpet ready. So it's the three specific phases of the diet, each phase having a different recommended fasting period. So phase one. <laughs> <laughs> it's red carpet ready. The first phase is intended to shock your system and recommends fasting for 16 hours a day or two to five days a week. During this phase, you must also abstain from alcohol but can drink coffee, water and tea. It's to reset your hunger and fullness cues. <laughs> phase two, summer is coming. Oh my God. <laughs> Do you want me to keep going? <laughs> and then phase three, look hot while living like a human. <laughs> <laughs> Look hot, look hot while living look like hot a human. While living like like a as opposed human. to water. I say no. Anyway, that's that's what I reckon is going to be trendy. Oh my god! Oh, I, I feel like all of the positive things we just talked about have just been diminished by that. Oh just like what is. What is going on with the world? I know. If that is actually if that is actually a thing. <laughs> oh, I couldn't stop laughing when I was reading it. Hey, we thought we were slightly more body positive, health um, and wellness centric stage of the diet culture. And anyway, it goes on. It's, wow. it's pretty funny. Red carpet ready. Red carpet ready. And that applies to so most base, people. So basically, assume. just starve yourself so you're red carpet ready. <laughs> Far out. <laughs> Oh, anyway, that was, that was fantastic. Thank you. Let, let's hope that isn't yeah. on the cards of 2000. Thumbs down. Yeah, just in case anyone's confused. Everyone's confused about how we down. feel about that one. Thumbs down. <laughs> oh, my um. God. All right. Well, I guess if there's, <laughs> there's a few topics we've brought up and probably maybe seems like we've brushed over, but that's because we've talked about them in other podcasts. Mm. So, you know, we've talked... We've talked about the diets of different sort of varieties. We've, we've mentioned intermittent fasting. You can delve back through the feed and you'll find us yeah. talking more about those. So, yeah, if you, if you need more info, you know where to go. Yeah. But um, far out. <laughs> Save the best to last. <laughs> so we will um, we'll still be bringing you a podcast over the Christmas break. It doesn't mean that Chris and I are going to be like, <laughs> she's looking at me I'm like, what? <laughs> We'll, we'll use the magic of technology. I'll be drinking. <laughs> it might be particularly dodgy. Um, but, yeah, if you guys um, have any questions or queries about what we've talked about today, you know you can contact us as always. You can email us on reception. Yes, you can send us a message. Um, we've still been getting plenty of case studies coming mm. through too, which is wonderful. So if you would like to have your case um, broken apart and solved. <laughs> no, if you'd like us to talk through your case and really delve into what's going on at Underlying Core, feel welcome to send that through. Mm -hmm. And as always, um, we love you guys screenshotting the podcast, sharing it on social so we can share that. We and, love that you um, listen. We do. we do. We love your reviews. We love it, all the positivity. So mm -hmm. send it out. Send it out away. And if anyone's doing the Debrow diet or Debrow diet, <laughs> please tag me in it. <laughs> Show us some before and afters of your like pre and post plastic surgery <laughs> face <laughs> without the without the needles and the Botox. This is what diet can do. Oh man, far out! I really love it. Ah, uh, right. fantastic! And um, 
Yeah, have a happy have a, Christmas yes, as well. Because we're recording this early, I forget that we're, it's, yeah, have a great Christmas, yeah. New Year's, yep. festive season. Enjoy it, unwind. Relax. Have beautiful food. We will be. Drink wine. Yes. Mango daiquiris. Mm. Mm, that's what I drink. Yeah, you do, that's right. Yeah, I forgot. so good, man. Mm, Vodka, ice, mango. <laughs> pretty simple. Blender. <laughs> Done deal. Done deal. All, All right. right. <laughs> we'll see you later, guys. All right, bye.